0: Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast. Praise God. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. You know, every single one of us has a past. Every one of us. Spiritually, when you accept Christ as your Savior, your past is now over. All things are new. Praise God for that. Amen. i can speak from experience there. But there are still the memories. There are still the emotions that bubble up every now and then. There are small voices that sometimes become echoes of our past that seem to speak louder and louder in our new daily lives. Sometimes it's just difficult to to fully grasp the reality that that old person really no longer exists. But that's where we need some help. Help from those that have been there and done that. Help from those who do not allow you to live in the past, but help you to live for the future. Amen? And that's why our guest comes in. Carissa Radersdorf is the founder and CEO of Reset Ministries, which is a nonprofit ministry that helps people heal from their past hurts. They help people learn new ways of interacting and growing in their relationship with God and with other people. And they do this through retreats and workshops and group meetings and coaching that offers participants a a sense of community and a clear path to follow. To share more about Reset Ministries, help me welcome to the program, Carissa Raderstorf. Carissa, it is such a blessing to have you on the program today.
2: It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Amen. So the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Carissa Raderstorf?
2: Oh wow. Well, I think at my core, I'm an I'm still an Iowa girl. I live in I live in Phoenix, Arizona right now, but I've been here about 17 years. But in my heart of hearts, I'm just a Midwest girl, small town girl. Um, I'm I'm the kind of person that grew up in church and never strayed very far. You know, I went to a Christian college and um have been a teacher and been in full-time ministry, but I'm one of those people who always thought my testimony was a little bit boring. Because I, I never really strayed, even though life hasn't been easy and hasn't been perfect. But my story is just really that, that God is faithful and His Word is true. And when we build our life on Him, that it works. And so, yeah, small town girl living in a big city, pretty feeling pretty far from home.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, how did you get started with Restart Ministries?
2: Yeah, so I like I said, I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for about 12 years and I worked, I always worked with at-risk youth. So I taught high school. So really broken kids, people that came from poor homes, difficult homes or had drug addiction issues. And from there, I went into full-time ministry and I was, I oversaw the discipleship process at a large church. And what I found missing was, we did Bible studies, we had a prayer team, we did all the traditional things, help people discover their gift, got them to serve. But the piece that I found missing was we didn't have something that was helping people deal with their past. So those old patterns kept repeating, those old relational problems kept resurfacing. And so I discovered, um, originally, part of what we do with the retreat was from a ministry called Kairos. At Gateway Church in Dallas. And it was a, a two-day ministry event where people work through their past. And so I attended that and then did a training there. And it really just fireworks were going off for me because it was helping people hear God's voice and bring their story before God's presence and ask Him to speak. And so I began incorporating their model. And then over the years have kind of evolved it into what we call the reset retreat today. But I, I never saw as much breakthrough and life change and stuff until I started helping people hear God's voice and walk through their past with the Holy Spirit. And so for me, I just wanted to narrow my focus to just doing that because I feel like it's really lacking in the church today.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. What kind of resets are your participants trying to reset?
2: Well, it's different for each person Mm. based on their story. But you know, for, for everybody, it's the stuff that we go through when we're kids is so forming for us because we're, really when we're growing up, it's kind of like we're creating this map inside of our brain that's helping us navigate life. And so the map is telling us, oh, this is how I interact with male figures. This is how I interact with female figures or with the kids at work. And if that map is healthy and there's healthy people in our life, then it sets us up well for adulthood. But if it's not a good map, you know, if the map is telling us that men can't be trusted, or women are weak, or just people in general can't be trusted, or authority figures can't be trusted, then we get into adulthood, and we're still using this map that doesn't work. And somewhere along midlife, usually, our life falls apart. (laughs) and We realize that it doesn't work. And then we start looking for a reset. You know, one of my goals really is to help people early on before they've gone through three marriages and six career changes is to update that map because it's it's really not the stuff that we've gone through that keeps us stuck. So the, you know, whether it's a father wound or some kind of rejection or whatever it is, it, it's the lie that we believe because of what happened in our life. So the reset is about, what does God have to say about that area of our life?
1: Amen. Hey Amen. You know, as I alluded to in the opening, you know, Christians are new creations. Their past is just that. Their past. But although that's true concerning our spirit walk, we still still have to deal with the memories and emotions and the mistakes in a, in these same bodies. How important? How important is the need for emotional healing? Sometimes physical healing, but also emotional healing, and the discipleship process where they can now step out in faith to do what God's called them to do
2: well it's it's huge because we're three part beings we're body, soul, and spirit you know we we don't hesitate to get help for our physical bodies. we get cut or we have some sort of disease or sickness, we know that we need help, but we're less likely to get help when for the ailments of the soul. You know, we we share in our, our reset series for the retreat, we talk a lot about the soul and the soul's made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And so those emotional hurts that are inside of us, they, it, it's not going to prevent us from going to heaven, but it certainly prevents us from releasing the spirit of God that's on the inside. So I, I love the book, Release of the Spirit by Watchman Nee, really old book. But he uses this simple diagram. It's got three circles. And so the outer circle, it represents our body. And then the middle circle is our soul. And then the the circle in the middle is the Holy Spirit. And he talks about in the realm of the soul, so our mind, will, and our emotions, the pains that we go through or the areas where we won't submit because of pride, you know, we won't surrender our will or the intellectual strongholds that we have. Those create almost like this hard outer shell where we might be born again and the spirits on the inside, but it's like the spirit's encapsulated. Yeah. And it's the brokenness and dealing with those things that allows the spirit of God to be released to the world around us, kind of like the alabaster jar.
0: Yeah.
2: It's it's mm-hmm. the, the the value isn't in the jar, it's in the it's breaking. The yeah. And so it's it's dealing with those realms of the soul that releases the spirit to the world around us, which is what the world desperately needs.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. So how does your ministry help with this?
2: Yeah. So we, we've we got a two-part process specifically that helps. One is the Reset Retreat. And the way that works is we do five classes before people come. And those are online, or sometimes we're invited to a church to do do those for a morning series, Sunday morning series, or a discipleship night. But those five classes, we call it Finding Freedom, and it's our prep course that prepares people to get the most out of the weekend. So teaching them how to hear God's voice. Um, we teach a lot about body, soul, and spirit, and we about the mind, will, and emotions, and just the ways that we can get entangled by agreeing with the enemy or agreeing with our flesh. And so those things prepare us. And then when we go to the weekend, it's really an encounter with the Holy Spirit. There are 10 sessions. It's full of worship, short teachings, testimonies. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So everyone that teaches, they're teaching on a topic that is part of their story, and they're sharing their testimony of overcoming. And they're very powerful stories. And so as they're sharing, the Holy Spirit is telling the people, I I can do that for you. And then we always end each session with what we call a reset moment. And so this is a time where we listen for God's voice. We have a guided prayer where we're asked God questions, show me a memory where, you know, that's related to the topic. And then we ask God to speak over that. So they're really targeted questions, those different areas in our soul. And that we're taught in the prep course when we to know God's voice. And then when we hear it, to agree with God's voice and then to confess that. Because we always think confession is about sin only. But confession is also about confessing who God created us to be. And so in those reset moments, we're getting in agreement with God's voice. And then for several of the sessions, not all, but for several of them, there are opportunities for people to interact with our ministry team. So let's say that it's a session about mother-father wounds. They have an opportunity at the end to go down and get a blessing from a mother or father that they've probably never gotten. In their life. And so it's, you know, a man putting his hands on his his hands on the shoulder of another man and giving him something that he desperately needs, because we're meant to what's what's damaged in relationships is healed in relationships. So we're damaged in our family of origin, but the family of God is supposed to heal that as it's creating a new memory in our heart and in our mind and our soul. And so each session, it kind of takes that format, worship, short teaching, testimony, these reset moments, which is where the deep healing happens. And then we always respond and worship. And as the weekend progresses, the worship gets very profound because worship is expressing our love to God. And as we're hearing him and our faith is increasing and we're getting healing, that intimacy and worship just really builds throughout the weekend.
1: I'm getting holy ghost bumps all over me right now, just thinking about it. God, man, that's awesome. That's all. Awesome. What are some of the reasons you've discovered that that basically prevents people from dealing with their past hurts and experiences?
2: I think fear is the big one. I mean, who? I, I think we have this this belief that if we go there, you know, go to the painful memories, that it's it's going to be too much for us, or we don't realize that we have control in a sense of how we deal with it. So if you think of a two liter bottle of pop that's been shaken up, I think we think that if we go back, it's like taking that lid off and it's just going to explode. But we actually, you know, we can control it to the extent of how much we want to unscrew things or not. And the Holy Spirit is a counselor. The Holy Spirit is, is gentle. He's powerful too, but he's not going to give us more than we can handle. And um, so the reason I, and we've had almost always people make it through the whole weekend, but there have been times over the years where people slip out after the first night because they just, it's that fear of, I don't like where this is going. This is going to take me to a place mm-hmm. that I don't want to go. Not understanding that God is only going to take you there if he wants to heal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so pe- we always tell people, you, you have to have a willingness to go there and you have to have courage because it it takes courage to face some of these things. And for some of us, it's a lot more painful than others, but I've never ever seen anyone commit to the process that didn't say that it was totally worth it. And actually people usually go through several times because it's always layers kind of like an onion that needs to be peeled off.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That is good. I have to clarify something for our listeners. I was born and raised up in Michigan. I know what pop is. <laughs> that, that was Midwestern the Iowa. That was the Iowa out, was yeah, coming that, out. That, yeah. That was, uh, that was a Midwestern girl come out there. Pop is soda, folks. <laughs> like yeah. Coke, you know. Yeah. When I joined the military, you know, being born and raised in Michigan, and go, I went down to Fort Bliss, Texas for basic trading. And after three or four weeks, they give you a, like a two-hour pass. You go anywhere you want on post. After eating mess hall food all that time, I just wanted to go get me a hot dog and a pop. All right, so I walk into the snack bar and I say, "Give me a pop." He goes a what? A pop? What's a pop? You know, Coke, something like that. Oh, you want a soda? Whatever, give me a Coke. Yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. And then I, that, it wasn't till then that I realized that not everybody talks the same way. <laughs>
2: no, and if you go if you go to the South, it's all pop and all soda is Coke. Everything's yeah,
1: Coke. That's right, and. and you know, when you go into a store up up north, it says you know. In down south, you go to the grocery store. It says you know, soda drinks all that and pop. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to clarify that for our listeners. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's good. But but when you when you help people to deal with these issues that they're having, it's not just what has happened to them but it's also how they've reacted and then dealt with others around them too. Correct. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that, you know, it was a two part process. I kind of just mentioned the first part, which is the retreat. And then from that, we offer a program called reset together. And that's really more about dealing with the ways that we interact with one another and how we get our needs met. So Healing is awesome. I mean, my retreats that we do, those are my favorite thing that we do, just because of the, the strong presence of the Holy Spirit and the yeah. deep healing that happens. I mean, that's essential. If just like a physical wound, you've got to open up and clean people out. But we want those wounds to turn, turn into scars. So the healing is amazing. But out of that, it, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden now someone knows how to handle conflict well or how to set healthy boundaries, or how to communicate better or get their needs met. And so the Reset Together program is helping people get the skills and tools that they need that they don't have because of their past story. And it's more than just information sharing and teaching on skills. What we do in the group is we experience those things together. We kind of practice on one another. So we, we're talking through our story, but we're learning how to express what we need. We're learning how to get it met through the group. We're learning how to be in tune with what does another person need in the group as they're sharing? Are we paying attention to the tone of their voice or the sadness in their eyes or the excitement in their voice in their in their and tone in their voice? And then being aware of, you know, they just need me to listen right now, or they need encouraged, or they need me to validate that what they're feeling like what they went through was hard and painful. So we're teaching some of those skills and experiencing them: how to set healthy boundaries, like I mentioned, how to have hard conversations, how to let go of things that have happened in the past. And, and one of the the sessions that I really love is we take a look at what's our pattern response when we go through hard things. So whether it's a relational breakup or uh, a job loss or a death? What's our patterned response? And we see that we respond the same way. Well, what's the better way? What's God's way of dealing with loss? You know, do we do we check out? Do we get busy? Do, you know, how, how are we responding? And that's always eye-opening for people because we don't realize that we're interacting a certain way. Well, yeah. what's God's way so that we can get over it quicker and bring our needs into relationship? and be able to move forward.
1: Amen. Amen. So let's let's briefly go through the process here. Use a retreat or a conference to start things off, right? Mm-hmm. Share. Okay. You said they're required to go through a, a like an online class first, and then the retreat is on location, I guess. So it's not going to be online. They're going to be on location.
2: Yes, it's on location.
1: Okay. All right. So. And then it's a weekend. Is that what it is?
2: It's a weekend, yeah. So it's Friday night and then all day Saturday. And it's we use the word retreat, but it's not an overnight event. So people Mm. get their own accommodations if they come in from out of town. So there's breaks and stuff throughout to get off-campus lunch. But, yeah, it's a two-day event. Starts 6 to 9 on Friday nights and then 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday.
1: Okay, so it's not on Sunday then?
2: No, it's not on Sunday. It's held at a local church. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, they have their their weekend service. Okay, and then reset right. together always starts a couple of weeks after, and it's available on Zoom or in Reset okay. has a physical location as well. Okay. Oh, the
1: the reset together is in person and on Zoom, or it is same group of people.
2: No, you're either in an in person group or you're in a, a Zoom group.
1: Uh, Okay, I thought maybe they were, you know, like, okay, well, you came from New York, you don't have to come all the way out here. You'll
2: be with other people from New York. (laughs) (laughs) On Zoom.
1: Okay, so after the retreat is the reset together group on on Zoom or in person, depending on what group you're in. And how that's 10 weeks, one night a week, or how's that work?
2: Yeah, it's it's 10 weeks and one night a week. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. All right. And how does this 10-week course help to bring someone from, let's say, being a mess and turning them into someone who can bring a message that will help them move themselves forward?
2: Yeah. So let me give you an example with um, a guy that he actually just attended the retreat two times, reset together two times. Um, He's just kind of made it his Habit, Like I said, the whole onions thing, just Mm -hmm. layers coming off. But he just wrapped up, reset together the end of May. And he shared with the group, you know, the retreat obviously helped him shore up a bunch of stuff. But he said somewhere along the way during reset together of sharing it out loud with people, because the, the retreat is very vertical. It's between us and God. We have the encounters with the ministry team, but it's primarily vertical, but in Reset Together, it, it's more of the horizontal and sharing with people and getting their perspective and their insight and getting comfort from people because God uses people. Mm-hmm. But he said somewhere along the way, during Reset Together, he said it was like a drain came unclogged. And he's like, all this stuff that I've been dealing with my whole life, like it just started flushing out. And he said he he even had gone to his doctor he he's early fifties been on blood pressure medicine and his doctor said, you don't need to be on that anymore. And he said, what are you doing? And he said, I've just been processing all my junk and letting all this stuff go for the past year. Cause it was his second round going through. It's like, I've just been letting all the stuff that made me angry for my whole life. Like I've just been letting it go and, and releasing it. And you know, so I thought that was such a cool testimony. Yeah. Going back to the body, soul, spirit thing, like we're we're three parts, and we those things that happen in our soul they affect our physical body. You know, so his healing came through dealing with the stuff in his soul. Amen.
1: How often do you hold the retreats?
2: Two times a year, so in September okay. and then again in March, and then reset together. Always follows a little break, Amen. and then we do it again.
1: Amen. Amen. And then uh from what I understand you you offer group coaching as well, correct?
2: Well, I offer individual coaching, so one-on-one uh, okay. coaching, and then we individual, also okay. yeah, we offer life groups. So weekly Bible study groups that my husband leads or there, there are people that go through our process that want to stay connected to our community and um also just like the idea of doing a church in a setting where it's it's small, we take communion together, worship together study the Bible together. And so that's two other things that we offer coaching and life groups.
1: So what, what kind of individual coaching do you personally offer?
2: It's really in the vein of the things that I've been, I've been sharing. So processing people's story, Uh, you know, a lot of times that people come to me, it's, there's something that's going on in their life where they're stuck and they can't get past it. It typically has to do with relationships. Um, and sometimes it can be something with their career, or but it's just an area where they're stuck, and so it's it's helping them get unstuck and and really applying the things that are taught in the re- retreat and Amen. reset together.
1: Amen. I know your husband. You know he's he's the theologian of the family. Yeah. And uh, so I'm taking it for something like this individual coaching. He would handle the men, and you'd handle the women aspect.
2: Well, he doesn't do the one-on-one coaching. He always says that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> the emotional healing and that's your thing <laughs> is his role typical is typical man
1: response <laughs> yeah yeah he's like
2: i believe in it and i support it but that's your thing but he does uh okay. his lane is to lead the the life groups oh
1: ah, okay yeah amen, amen. And, and how long have you been doing this retreat and, and all this type of work for the lord
2: right so the retreats started in 2015 and i took a little oh. break Praise to God. go back to school, uh, I went to the Townsend Institute to get a couple certificates in counseling and coaching. But then uh, Reset Ministries, we just started two years ago. So yeah. 2021.
1: During a pandemic, huh?
2: Yes. The pandemic birthed all kinds of things, didn't it? Oh,
1: boy. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of stress that needed to be talked about. Yes. About <laughs> Anyway, do you have yeah. any type of statistics or any information on things like your success rate, you know, testimonials and things like that?
2: Not st- statistics per se. That's per- perhaps something we should look into. But a lot of testimonials, you know, a lot of testimonials The, you know, in church, we we kind of throw around life changing a lot, you know, to the point where it loses its potency a bit. But that's that's the consistent testimony. About the retreat is that it's it's life changing. Uh, there was a the Flagstaff, Arizona is about two hours from here, and there's a, a mission there that we have a good partnership with, and so they have begun bringing down their clients and renting homes for the weekend just because of the you know the healing that they get. But there was a a young man last fall. And this is sticks out in my mind at the very end of the retreat. It it. It it culminates in these two sessions that are really powerful. We got to the end of the nine of 10 sessions and there's just a reset moment that we do. It's super powerful. And he just came down. We we didn't invite anyone to, but he just came down. He just fell on his face, you know, just like this attitude of complete surrender And I had talked to him a little bit throughout the weekend. I knew he was a refugee, and I'm like, God only knows what he's been through and the trauma that he's been through and what his story is. But I saw him just go down there and just fall on his face, and then I saw some other guys just surround him and kind of do the same thing. And then it just kind of became a thing of, like, (laughs) everyone at the retreat almost taking this posture of, of surrender and submission to god you know the re- the retreat ended powerful weekend but you you don't know what happens with people and a few months later one of the directors there I was talking to him and and we were chatting he said do you remember that that gentleman that came down and just fell on his face down there i said yeah he said um, he was on so many psych meds because of all of the trauma and everything that he'd been in he was a young guy early 20s and he said he's now enrolled at NAU and going to college and he's like we're actually having having to petition <laughs> the school because they don't understand why he went off of all of his psych meds <laughs> because he said after the retreat he was just like I don't need all that anymore the wow. the the anxiety had resolved and he dealt with a lot of the stuff you know and it's a lifelong journey it's not like it's a You're pill right. that fixes everything mm-hmm. but he had experienced enough freedom where he didn't need that stuff anymore. And they were having to petition on his behalf, you know, and they were asking what happened or like, well, he had an encounter with God. Like they don't get what we're saying because it's a state school, but I just thought that was such a, such a powerful testimony. Uh, I
1: could see that, that conversation. Well, he talked to God and you took him off his meds. (laughs) that's what what they're thinking right oh yeah and you took them off as meds yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
2: we had a we've had a couple people since our last retreat mention that i never tell people to do that i never would you know like i said we're body soul spirit but i've had a couple people reach back out and just in conversation say that they were able to go off of anxiety medicine or able to go off of a similar drug just because that the stuff that was going on the inside had resolved, and Amen. they had that peace that only God can give. And, Amen. you know, it was just a testimony of the freedom they experienced.
1: Yeah. Amen. Krista, this is so interesting and definitely, definitely so needful in this day and time in which we live. I mean, life has gotten basically a lot more complicated these last mm-hmm. few years. And I, I know there are many, many people listening right now. That would like more information on this. So, if someone wanted to reach out to you to ask a question, obtain more information on your ministry, or attending an upcoming reset retreat, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, so our website is resetministries.us, and then also our social media handles are all the same. We're really active on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. So that's all at resetministries.us, and then our phone number is six zero two. 675-3781. So would love to connect with anyone who's interested.
1: And I'll put links to all this in the show notes below. Folks, Chris and her husband and her team have put together this great program that I have to admit, it has to be a God thing. Amen. I mean, this reset retreat along with the 10-week reset together program and the follow-on life groups, folks, this is something that, that will dramatically improve both your spiritual life and your natural interactions with other people around you this is a godly program if there ever was one amen and and drop down the show notes right now reach out to chris and her team the links are right there do it right now while you're thinking about it you know as well as i do that you tell yourself i'll do it i'm busy now i'll do it later you know the devil's gonna try and make you forget it'll put distractions in front of you and make you forget all about it so just do it right now while you're listening to us click the link send an email take that first step and watch what god can do amen drop down the show notes click links right there reach out to chris and her team right now chris thank you for taking the time to come on the program today and share all about your ministry this is definitely something that the lord is using in this day and time praise god i appreciate your time i
2: appreciate you having me thanks for letting me be on
1: Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Carissa, Massa, let's pass the power of my end up. Be blessed. All
0: that you do. You have been listening to the faith-based business podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. We appreciate you as a listener and fellow believer, and want to encourage you in your entrepreneurial efforts. These programs are designed to provide you with information that you can use in your business. To achieve success faster and avoid the obstacles that try to impede your success. All information on this podcast is for entertainment and information use only. Some of the products and services listed in the links may contain affiliate links and Pastor Bob will earn a small commission when you click those links at no additional cost to you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode is published. Until next time... Be blessed in all that you do.
1: Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this your voice, reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on faith-based podcasts, share your unique insights, and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.